Hi, this is Ricardo, pastor of Journey Church Ventura. Thanks for taking the time to listen to our podcast. Hope you're having a great week. We hope it's life-giving and life-changing. Take care. Consistency. We talk about consistency for 40 days. We're praying and asking God to meet up with us and us to meet up with him and have a great time just calling out to God, experiencing God in a new way. We just finished on Friday, we finished 10 days of praise. Just praising
You watch the news? Watch TV? Exercise? Do you change the necessary undergarments? <laughs> All of these are things that we see. These are things that we see as, as, as important, as valued. And, and yet, there are things that we don't do that we wish we would do. and return to heaven with them. So let me ask you this question. What is the one thing that you do more than anyone you know and it makes you special? It, make, it sets you apart. Your skill, your ability, your talent, your calling. So that 
you're really good at it. And you're consistently giving yourself over and over and over to it. Over and over you're committing. You're waking up every morning. You're doing... You can be the one that's set apart in that particular area. It's a powerful reality that we must understand that consistency is the difference maker. That's consistency. You probably have a restaurant that you go to, and at that restaurant, you order the same thing every time. Why? Because they consistently cook it the same way. Do you have a go-to make and model of a car? It's one that you've gotten used to, one that you enjoy, one that you've realized is going to get you from point A to point B every time you get in it, and it's consistent. And so you've learned to enjoy this make or model of the car that you have because it is consistent. What about a friend? Do you have a go-to friend? And all the time, regardless of your circumstance? What about a go-to church? Come on. Do you have a go-to church? All right. Praise God for that. It better, it better be this one. All right. Do you have a go-to discipline? Something that you do every day that you just know that you're good at it. And you know that you can do it. You know that it, it's, it's a fun thing. It's why? Because consistently you can perform at a high level doing that one thing. That's fun, isn't it? The goal of this message is, is to encourage us to set ourselves apart from the average. Complacent and declining churches. I believe that what God is asking us as Journey Church Ventura, asking you as individuals, is that we collectively step up and set ourselves apart. I'm not talking about being in competition with other churches. I pray for the churches. I pray that God does this in every church. If the people in our community, the 150,000 people within our reach, all decided to come to church one day, churches in Ventura, Ventura County, to handle that. So we have plenty of room for everyone to grow. But we must own who we are, right? We must own who we are and say, we are going to be a church that is going to do everything we can. We're going to be consistent and discipline ourselves to do whatever it takes to become the best possible church for our community and most importantly for the glory of God. You say amen to that? Yeah. Amen. To do this, we have to be consistent and persistent in the areas of faith that make us grow as disciples. Those areas are prayer, Bible reading, serving, giving, and fellowship. And if I were to add one more, I'd be telling our
through. And you guys know me, I'm not going to be all political and everything, but listen, we have to have a consistent, faithful source of truth. And if we don't have that, we're going to lose out. Listen to this passage of Scripture. Deuteronomy 7, verse 9, it says, Know therefore that the Lord your God is God. I love that statement all by itself. Know therefore that the Lord your God is God, and you're not Him. It's a really important thing to understand. But here, He is the faithful God, keeping His covenant of love to a thousand generations of those who love Him and keep His commandments. This is the power of understanding and believing in God. He is the one who is going to love us to the thousandth generation. He is faithful. He will never stop loving you. The Bible says nothing can separate us from his love. He proved it by sending his son, his only son, Jesus Christ, to die on a cross. The Bible says that he demonstrated his love towards us and that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Consistent love, consistent uh, grace, consistent uh, conviction, consistent everything that God brings to our lives is consistent. And that's why we must put our only source of truth and our only source of strength comes from God. And when when we're convinced of that, then we can all go in the same direction. We can all go in the same direction. Why? Because his word, the Bible, is the one who continues to bring truth to our lives. That's why I love when people ask me, Pastor, how do you, how do you decide what to speak on? What, what, you know, are you, what, where do you get your messages? From the Bible. I'm a Bible preacher. I'm not an opinion preacher. I'm not a think, uh, think of new ideas preacher. I'm a preacher of the word. And that word is our truth. The word faithful means a support or a pillar. When you have people in your lives that are consistent and they're good for you, you keep going back. Why? Because they're, they're a pillar of whatever you're needing in your life at that point. If it's a friend or if it's a source of encouragement or someone who's going to pray for you. It's really, really great. The Nordikes are people that, if I need prayer, I'm going to the Nordikes. Because they pray all the time. They're passionate about prayer. They're praying for everything and everyone in our church. And and, and they're intercessors in our church. And I love it. And so you go to the people that you know are consistent and faithful and that are pillars in their areas of life and ministry. In reference to God, when we talk about faithfulness, we're talking about his unwavering commitment to his promises. He never fails us. He never backs out on a promise. He always keeps his promises. That's a consistent person, right? That's somebody that you can trust in. That's the pillar. The unfaithful are weak and wobbly and untrustworthy and inconsistent. If you've been an employer, you know that finding good employees are hard to find inconsistent or we trustworthy there's all kinds of because they deserve it because they're consistent our model of consistency is god 
He consistently loves, consistently gives, consistently sacrifices, consistently challenges our lives, consistently corrects our lives. And as a result, we can trust in who he is and what he is and what he brings to our lives. A next level person has, starts with consistency, a consistent source of truth and strength. Secondly, a next level person is consistently obedient and faith-filled. Hear that? A next level person is consistently obedient and faith-filled. Hebrews 11 says this about Abraham in verse 8. It says, By faith, Abraham, when called to go to a place he would later receive as his inheritance, obeyed and went. That's craziness. Like if you're that guy, that if you're that gal that will do what God says to do when he says to do it, even though you don't have a clear picture of the end, but you have like, okay, he's telling me where to, he's telling me to go, but he's not telling me where to go. First of all, I would struggle with that because I'm like, I'm a planner. I like to know where I'm going. I like to know how it's going to all come to come about, how it's going to happen. And I like to know the time frame in which, but where would you go if he said go today and you had no idea where to go? Where would you start? I, I don't know. Walk towards the sun. <laughs> find, find a direction. I don't know. You know, walk towards the nearest restaurant. That's got to be the, the, the way he wants me to go. But Abraham obeyed. He obeyed and went. We have to be people of action. We cannot, consistent people do things. Inconsistent people talk about things. Consistent people do things. In verse 9 it says, By faith he made his home in the promised land, and in the promised land like a stranger in a foreign country. He lived in tents as did Isaac and Jacob who were heirs with him on the same of the same promise for he was looking forward to the city with foundations whose architect and builder is God I like that first part by faith he made he did something he planted roots he he, he got to a place he, he that he thought God was leading him and he planted roots there and he waited for that foundation that's a, a person who is consistently obedient and consistently faith-filled and uh, it goes on to say in verse 1 of the next chapter, it says, And by faith, even Sarah, who was past childbearing age, was unable to bear children because she considered him faithful who made the promise. Again, when you have the right source of truth and strength, you have the ability to make and who became the all of Israel. Amazing. They were faithful. They did what needed to be done upon God's promise. God said, you'll have kids. They went and had kids. That's all I'm going to say right there. Where are you at today? 
Where are you at today? Where are you at? That are, are you, have you been told to do something and you haven't done it? Have you been told to do something and you're sitting on it? And you're waiting for something? You're waiting for that, that moment? Gain muscle? And you're not doing anything? Next level people are consistently obedient and faith-filled. Again, next level people are consistent in carrying the weight of responsibility and stewardship of what they've been given. Let me read this passage in Luke chapter 12. It says, Luke, in Luke chapter 12, verse 42, it says, The Lord answered, Who then is faithful is the faithful and wise manager, whom the master puts in charge of his servants to give them their food allowance at the proper time. God is always going to choose someone who is faithful to do what needs to be done. Expect faithfulness. He expects us to respond. It says, who then is the faithful, wise, and manager whom the master... Who's, who's he going to give? Stuff two. The person who is willing to do it. In verse 43, it says, it would be good for that servant whom the master finds doing so when he returns. It would be good when the master returns to find the person he gave the responsibility to doing what he gave the responsibility of. Are we willing to carry the responsibility of hearing God's command on our life? Most of us? I will, I, that, that's not a fair statement. Some of us avoid hearing God's voice because we don't want to have to do what he's calling us to do. We don't want to change our lifestyle. We don't want to change our, our time. We don't want to change our sense of direction. And I'm, I'm just preaching what God has placed on my heart this morning. And I'm preaching what this passage is saying, is that he's only going to give to those that are, are willing to do what he's asking to do. If you're a trustworthy manager, then you're the person that he wants to give something to. If you're not that trustworthy manager, if you're somebody that's going to sit and you're going to talk about, man, if I was the manager, I would do that. And if I was the manager, I would do this. And if I had, if I had that responsibility, I would get that done. But you're not. And you're not willing to do what it takes to be the manager. Then you're not going to get the responsibility. Next level people are consistent in carrying the weight of responsibility and stewardship. They're willing to take on the responsibility of what it means to be in charge. That same passage in Luke 12 says in verse 44, Truly I tell you, he will put him in charge of all his possessions. The one who is faithful to do what he's being asked. But verse 45 says, but suppose the servant says to himself, my master is taking a long time in coming. And he then begins to beat the other servants, both men and women, and to eat and drink and get drunk. The master of that servant will come on a day when he does not expect him and at an hour he is not aware of. He will cut him into pieces and assign him a place with the unbelievers. 
Okay, it's a little harsh. This was definitely Bible days and definitely a different way of handling things. But this would be the way God thinks of someone who is given a responsibility and doesn't do anything with it or abuses the, the authority and the responsibility. I know this is scary. my own treasure, my own money, whatever it is that God is calling you to do, to just say, please, God, forgive me. I will carry the weight of responsibility that you want for me because I believe that that will take all of us to the next level. And that requires repentance. That requires changing our way of life and doing what God wants us to do. And when we do that, great things happen. All of us obey when all of us are faith-filled and when all of us walk in the power of his spirit. And the very last thing I'll share with you is next-level people are consistently loyal. Not loyal to a man, but loyal to God. Luke 16.10 says, Whoever can be trusted with very little can also be trusted with much. And whoever is dishonest with very little will also be dishonest with much. So if you have not been trustworthy in handling worldly wealth, who will trust you with true riches? And if you have not been trustworthy with someone else's property, who will give you property of your own? No one, in verse 13, no one can serve two masters. Either you will hate the one and love the other, or you will be devoted to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve both God and money. And this passage is far more uh, involved than money. It's about our heart. Who have we given our heart to? And when we give our heart to God, we say, God, whatever you want, however you want, what, whenever you want. And when we do that, we, we don't place conditions on it. We don't say, God, I'll, I'll do this, but, or if. No, we say, God, whatever. And our loyalty is 100% to him and not to anything else. And when we are able to do that, then we rise to that level of faith and obedience that God is calling us all to. And he wants us to live in this context of, of understanding that when we are in obedient to him and when we are faithful to him, he is everything to us. Yes. I, I've, I've had all kinds of dreams of, of 
being this physically fit, kind of ripped dude. Because this afternoon I'm going to gorge myself on taquitos and beans and rice. I haven't been willing to do what it takes to do that. And if I was held accountable for my words, I'd be put down for being, hey, you're all talk about that, but you're no action. I'm just being real. And there are other things in our lives that we all kind of wish we were great at, or we wish we were this, or we wish we were that. And it's time for the church to stop wishing. Journey Church will not wish we were an impact on our community. We are going to do whatever it takes to make a difference in our world. <clears throat> we will be consistent in our faith. We will be consistent in, our, in our, our actions. We will be consistent in our disciplines. And so I challenge all of us to do whatever it takes. What do we do consistently to set ourselves apart from the average? We must trust in a consistent God we must act on our calling and consistently obey. We must consistently carry the weight of responsibility for what God has called us to do. And lastly, we must be consistently loyal. And if we're those four things, then we will rise to another level. We will not be complacent. We will not be average. We will do everything we can to make a difference in our world. We will have our baptismal full. We will constantly be making disciples. And we will constantly be growing and, and change to this impactful church where Ventura and Ventura County will say, we, we, will, we would miss Ventura, Journey Church Ventura if it wasn't there. And that's my dream. That's our vision. That's our passion. And I believe that what God is calling us to today is consistency. Where do we be consistent? Prayer, reading the Bible, fellowship. That's what we're doing here. Giving. Serving and telling our story. And if we become consistent in those things, those six things, we will be a power to be reckoned with. And the enemy will run. And we will see great victories take place. Amen. God, I And I pray today that everyone in this room would have that same desire. It's your Holy Spirit that we answer to, Lord, not Ricardo's voice, not anybody else's voice but you. And I pray that as we pause in these next eight days, that we would hear your voice and that we would not just hear it, but we would respond to it. And we would become the consistent disciples of Christ. We would become the consistent followers of Jesus and never 
let up and never accept complacency take place in our hearts, but that we would become your, <clears throat> your person for this moment, wherever we are, with whoever we're with, to impact this community for you. Help us to be consistent in our prayer life, in our Bible reading, in our, in our fellowship with each other and with others. Lord, I pray that you help us to, to give and to serve faithfully. I pray that you help us to understand that our stories are your story. We're just telling people about how you have been involved in our story, how you entered into our journeys. And now, Lord, you are the focal point of our journey in life. I pray for every heart in this room that you would move on us and help us be consistent. Lord, if tomorrow morning is the first morning where we wake up a half an hour earlier so that we can be different than the rest of the world, help us to do that. Help us, God, to do whatever it takes to step up to that next level of life and experience you in your totality and live out our full potential. Holy Spirit, speak to the heart right now. Show us what you want us to change. Show us what you want us to do differently so that we can be all that you want us to be. Thank you for giving us the opportunity to join your journey. And I hope the message made a big difference in your life. And if it did, we just encourage you to go to journeychurchventura.com and let us know. Also, be free to share this message with your friends and family. We just love to impact as many people as we can. Once again, thank you for joining us at Journey Church Ventura.